0: I'm Rick Cushman, and this episode of Bottle Talk with Rick and Paul is sponsored by the Vancouver International Wine Festival and Tourism Vancouver. The festival invites you to head to Canada for a spring vacation, a lovely spring vacation, in one of the world's most beautiful cities and to have a great time around all things wine. It's a great festival, Rick. goes from February
1: 24th to March 4th, has all the dinners, big walk-around tastings, lunches, brunches, tutored seminars. It's and, amazing. Well,
0: you know, for some folks, this might be a bit of a hitch. Paul will be tutoring some of those seminars. Well, and Rick will be wandering around. Yeah, but you can still have a great time and avoid both of us. That's uh, – <laughs> yeah. Uh, We are easy to avoid. Um, And here are some of the reasons to go, besides avoiding us. It starts with these outstanding wines from 16 countries and all those lunches, brunches and dinners and tastings Paul mentioned. The festival makes it really easy for you to eat, drink and get tickets and book hotels. And this year, uh, main focus is Iberia, Spain and Portugal. Which I have to reluctantly admit Paul knows a lot about. It's you know, not easy for me to I lived there for a him. while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. And there's also, there's much more to it. One cool thing is to check out wines from British Columbia's Okanagan Valley. Beautiful place. They, and they're not just great wines. They're Canadian, so they're friendly wines. They're friendly wines. Yes. They're nice wines. They are nice wines.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and one good way to visit is to make a weekend of it. The weekend of March 2nd and 4th, or March 1st and 4th, if you want to start it on a Thursday, see the cherry blossoms and the daffodils, the snow in the mountains. And if you want, just stay in. Taste room. You can see it from there. Yeah. So come taste something outstanding uh, some wine, some food, and a beautiful Vancouver. Listen to Paul, or just hang out in the back room with me and we'll make fun of him.
1: No spit wads.
0: <laughs> no spit wads. <ones. laughs> that's the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Date schedules, lots more information is available at vine vanwinefest.ca. Remember that CA because it's Canada, Van Wine Fest, or just Google Vancouver and Wine Festival and you will find it. You'll find it. Welcome to Bottle Talk with Rick and Paul. I'm Rick Cushman. And I'm Paul Wagner. So, Paul, we're about to hit what the industry calls. It's annual amateur night. Sounds like our show. No, that's weekly, Andrew. This is the restaurant <laughs> yeah. industry talking, and they're talking about Valentine's Day. So we're going to give some Rick and Paul Handy Dandy dining out Valentine's Day tips. Oh, watch out! <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> also today, uh, befitting Valentine's Day, we're starting a new feature called "Stuff We Love" about you know stuff we love. Oh, Rick, you're so romantic. I am. Plus, we got a few relationship questions from listeners who should know better than ask us, and our horrible wine writing shatters with illusions of love.
1: Ay, 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 And aye. as
0: usual, we will make fun of wine stops. By the way, a couple of reminders. We are yet still on Capital Public Radio's podcast lineup. Paul. Recommended podcast. Recommended. Those are lovely folks uh, risking a lot, really, but nonetheless. There you go. That's Sacramento's NPR station, by the way. We are also on Napa Broadcasting, another academic institution they come out of Napa Valley College. A higher learning. You would think they should know. You would think they would know better. Yeah, And Paul is leading a wine cruise out of San Francisco. It goes July 31st to August 1, and it's down the coast of California. From It's called Wines of the West. And the ship is the Crystal Symphony, which is one of Conde
1: Traveler's top cruise ships in the world. You know, Rick, when I think of leading a wine cruise, I just can't help thinking... I'm king of the world. Yes.
0: If you see him doing that, push him. (laughs) Um, Information on that one is winecruisegroup.com, and it's through Expedia Cruises, and we have links on our website for this one. Yep, we do. All right. So, Paul, that thing about Valentine's Day being called Amateur Night, you know, it's kind of mean.
1: It's kind of the way the wine industry talks about people who just like wine. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Why can't you just say it's the yeah. night where most
0: where we get more new customers? Right. Well, and this is because there's lots of people who go out expecting a very special romantic evening and are sometimes surprised that everyone else is out expecting a very special romantic. evening. Yeah, boy, evening. it's
1: it can be crowded.
0: Yes, but I think we should say that none of that applies to our listeners, Paul.
1: No. Well, there's plenty of room. There's yes. always plenty of room to listen to our podcast, not only on in your own home, but even here at the studio, it seems like the minute we walk in,
0: the bench is clear. It's never crowded. You can come on on in. All right. Uh, So uh, here's a few of our tips. Uh, These um, just to help you help you, you know, navigate the night, so to speak. Um, And they don't include drinking heavily, although some people might argue that might be one way to go at it. But uh, right. Well, first of
1: all, I'm going to say reservations to show up at a restaurant on Valentine's Day and expect to get a table. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. And tables turn more slowly because people are there for a romantic dinner. It's not like when Rick and I take Matt out for a romantic lunch between podcasts. Yeah. We always hurry him, too. We say, come on, come Come on. on. Come on, come on, come on. Hurry up and eat. Yeah, so it's gonna just be prepared for the fact it's gonna be a, everything is gonna be a little slower. The entire system, the restaurant system, is working at max capacity, and you just need to take a breath, sit back, have another glass of wine, and enjoy yourself.
0: And at the same time, it's okay. That doesn't don't feel hurried, right? Go at your That's own. True. Go at your own pace. Um yeah. So while you're expecting that, expect that you might not get seated right away, but don't let them push it.
1: Right. Yep. Uh, and and. A lot of times you'll show up at the restaurant and they'll say, yes, Mr. Cushman. um, No, we have no record of your name on the list. And no, we won't have a table until 930 tomorrow morning. No, they may tell you. Actually,
0: what they say is, oh, we knew you were coming. You won't have a table until 930 tomorrow morning.
1: (laughs) um, But um, what they will often do on Valentine's Day is you will discover that your 730 reservation is now 745. Or 8. And if that's the case, uh, go to the bar, have a glass of bubbly, tell the person you're with how much you love them, and it'll all turn out just fine. Unless, of course, it's not a date, then you probably shouldn't say that. If you're out with someone who's not a date on Valentine's Day. Could you be friend. Yeah, Probably not a good night to go out to restaurants. Right.
0: But if you are out at a date, here's another uh, one of my uh, – it might be my, actually my one and only useful romantic tip. <laughs> yeah, so especially, The mind boggles So Especially if you have an earlier reservation Because if you have a later reservation, odds are you have to wait If you have an earlier reservation, odds are you'll get to go right to the table Right um, So here's what you do You call ahead to the restaurant And you tell them, I'm going to be coming in with a, a, a lovely and or handsome date uh-huh. And uh, as we, when we sit down, I'd like you to bring them a glass of something sparkly because you know it's always sparkling. You know me. I think it's yes. a great way to start any yes. any occasion, yes. and have them say that you ordered it for your date, and hope that you would enjoy it. It works both ways, by the way, ladies. Good. You can do this too. Yeah. yeah. You know, in fact, I might even encourage that. You know, guys love it when women do something, even mildly aggressively romantic. Because we right. just don't think you don't like it. We think <laughs> you don't really like
1: it. <laughs> and we, we don't think. We're pretty, We're pretty sure. sure yeah, we We're know you really. Sure you don't like. You're us.
0: just. You're coming out to be. You're kind of humouring us. You're gonna to go to the dinner. All right. I guess I can muddle through. Maybe the food will be okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe but, the waiter will be nice. Yeah. Uh, that's right. I, I'm actually. I'm pretty sure the only reason my wife ever goes out with me is because I order her some bubbly. <laughs>
1: right. Well, and bubbly has that additional advantage is that some of the alcohol in sparkling wine is absorbed right through the palate, so your wife begins to have beer goggles almost
0: immediately yeah. when you walk in the restaurant. That's a good thing for you, Rick. Yes, it's entirely true. (laughs) Uh, A couple more tips, by the way. Um, So on Valentine's Day or really any big days, you know, there's a lot of times there's those fixed menus. Right. Um, So so if you if you I would always say, be prepared that that's going to be your only option. Hmm. So call ahead yeah. just to make sure, because sometimes out. there might be things that you don't want to, you know. Even though it's a restaurant you've loved forever, yep. they may have a menu that that night doesn't fit you. Right,
1: they don't have the macaroni and cheese that you were hoping for, Rick. Darn, yeah,
0: That's such a romantic meal too. <laughs> okay, um, and and then uh, sometimes uh, that you know those are the nights sometimes where um, you know. It, It seems like like dealing with the big wine list is harder just because there's so much more going on. Right.
1: So what do you do? Do you bring a special bottle? Do you bring something to the restaurant and ask them to open it up for you, Rick?
0: Well, I think it's a good night for, for a special bottle. But once again, it's one of those check ahead because sometimes that corkish might go up that night.
1: Well, and the other thing is make darn sure that the bottle you bring is special. Yeah. No fair going to the grocery store, picking up the cheapest bottle you can find, walking into the restaurant and say, yes, we'd like to have this with our dinner tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, we we've you and I disagree slightly on uh, what you can and can't bring, but on this night I say it is a special bottle night for sure. Unless
1: yeah. unless you fell in love with your wife over a bottle of the cheapest wine in the supermarket. I I'm going start it's, using that. And then it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, don't you remember? This was how we fell in love. That's right. Then, it then it's okay $2. to come into
1: the restaurant and say, look, we're going to order something <laughs> off the list, too. Yes. But for sentimental reasons, yes. we want to have a glass of this.
0: But but it is a night to also call ahead because sometimes because of all those other reasons that, that the corkage might even go up. So check ahead on that one.
1: And if this is a relatively a date relatively early in your relationship— you might want to avoid ordering a really inky, dark red wine because after a couple of glasses of that, your teeth turn black and the person on the other side of the table is going to look across and realize they weren't dating Rick Cushman. They were dating the vampire from hell.
0: Uh, well, the vamp- uh, I always hoped that they would see me as a vampire because I, I thought it, you know, vampires are sexy these days. <laughs> right? And the last thing, Paul, this is our regular warning about uh, chocolate and red wine. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, it's it makes it sour because there's acid It makes acid the wine, in wine sour. It makes the wine sour. So, the wine right. sour. so if yeah. you are going to get a dessert, um, it, rather than finishing off the cab or the pinot, whatever you might be Just drinking... Just a little glass of dessert wine. A yeah, little quart,
1: Yeah. It works perfect.
0: It makes the night special.
1: Yep. Well, speaking of special... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, when they See, use the word special with yes, us, Rick, they mean something very different. Yes, yes. Well... <laughs> they mean, aren't we special? Yes. In this case, we have... Um, we've got a... a Got a few relationship questions for people really ought to know better. <laughs> okay. I say I've saved up one. Some came in recently, some came a little while ago, but um, I thought they would be working for this show. Perfect so, for Valentine's right, Day. Our first one comes from Susan in St. Paul. Uh huh. Uh huh. My husband and I love your podcast. It's almost as good as all the tons and tons of snow we've been getting. (laughs) I'm not so sure she's complimenting us, Paul. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. She says lots of restaurants have special meals and tasting menus for the big days, like we were just saying, like Valentine's Day. Is it a good idea to also get the wine pairing? They always seem a little steep. They usually are a little steep,
1: and that's a fair question. And I would say um, yes and no, because on the one hand, if there's something you really like to drink, go ahead and drink it. And order that with your meal and enjoy it and be confident that you're going to have a great time. On the other hand, they do spend a certain amount of time yeah. putting these combinations together. And if you really want to go whole hog, which is not a term I try to use around
0: my wife very often. I, I, or really, you shouldn't. It's a, little, it's a little ward, I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you go whole hog with that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, but if you really want to go in for the, the full experience, that shows you what your... Wine sommelier recommends with each dish. And then, if you really want to go whole hog, Rick, I think you should remember our last show. I think you should ask your water sommelier. To make recommendations, yes. for and each if your course restaurant well. doesn't have one, I think you
0: stomp out. You stomp out. Except there's, there's so few. But yeah, well, yeah. If you haven't heard our last show, uh, go back because there's, a, there's a, now there's some somebody has claiming the the prestigious certification of water sommelier. Water sommelier. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, if I can add to that, I mean, I, I totally agree with it. it. It is not the cheapest way to drink wine. Uh, the least expensive way, uh, you it, would know. Uh, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm because uh, I am looking for the cheapest way. Um, But it is also a fun way. And so if it is within your price range, it's just a fun thing, too.
1: Now, the other thing you can do is share the wine pairings. You don't have to order a glass for each of you. If you're like my wife and me, we often – order a couple of glasses of wine and share them throughout the course of the meal so you could order one pairing of wines and share the wine through the course well, of the or meal. or you can
0: do what what uh, my wife and I do is which we do the same we we get one wine pairing to share and then I just get a couple bottles. <laughs> That's and, right. Yeah. That's right. Um yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so it is it, it's it's always a, a slightly tricky decision and I think price is an okay guide but if the price is within your price range. <laughs> right. Um, and, the, and and you're feeling a little adventurous it's it is it it's is fun. fun yeah. yeah. It is fun. Um all right, this is from Angela and San Luis Obispo, <laughs> I asked you guys another question and you weren't much help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So she's back for more. <laughs> yes. But she says, I'm trying again because I'm an optimist. <laughs> she says, my boyfriend's a great guy. and He's been learning about wine for a couple years. The thing that worries me is when he gets around his wine geeky friends, they get pretty snobby and jerky. He doesn't do that yet. But I worry they'll rub off on him. Any suggestions? Keep him away from his friends at all costs. Yes, and here's the other thing you do. You say every time you get the chance, say, "I really love your friend Tim, but when he starts talking about wine, he turns into a jerk." Yes, that's a good, good um,
1: uh, behavioral training. There. Yes, that's yes. right.
0: And then the other thing is, if he starts to talk like that, hit him with a rolled up newspaper no, or, or just. <laughs>
1: Or just say, oh, now you're beginning to so- t- sound like your friend Tim yeah. when he yeah. gets that geeky no, I, thing going. I
0: think behavioral training in the roll-up newspaper is good. <laughs> no, I, I do. I, this, is, this, is a, this calls for preemptiveness, uh, is, is even before it starts. And, uh, you can, and you can even have that little discussion with them and say, man, I love wine. I love that you're learning about wine. This is, It's such a great thing. But the one thing that always makes me uncomfortable is when they start acting like snobs. Isn't it interesting that it's all guys? It, it, yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. It's you, true, though. It's yeah, way more— it's absolutely true. You know, true. We, uh, we, we try to be gender neutral here on this show, but um, guys sometimes can be jerks. <laughs> <just saying. laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope, Angela, I hope that's a little help. And seriously, rolled up newspaper. <laughs> All right. That's it for now. We'll have more in just a bit. Uh, and you're going to love—what's uh, coming up next is uh, our romantic with air quotes, really horrible wine writing. Paul, isn't that romantic music? It really is. I'm perfect, perfect for the Send coming Valentine's makes Day. makes your hearts think of love. All right. So we have some Valentine's-related really horrible wine writing. And I have to tell you, some of these we brought back because, honestly, we couldn't find anything that was better or, or worse. Or worse. Worse, right? right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, all
0: right. So, Paul, here, a couple from you.
1: Okay. So part of this here is when we talk about wine as if they were dates. You'll get sucked into this one. Wine name removed, so we won't get sued. Is like a blind date when you end out, end up making out in the closet, and then regret it the next day.
0: <laughs> I kind of like that metaphor. Rick, that say. happened to you the
1: other day. It's, it? it was me and the wine in the closet. Yeah. yeah. And then remember the girl in high school who was a little creepy? Then you met her after college and she's fully developed and luscious. Give wine removed so we won't get sued some time and it will be like her. OK, that's just plain kind of sexist and mean. It's offensive. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to sell wine with this. Yeah. Given that most wine in America is purchased by women at every single price point, mm. I would say that these people are clueless in every possible sense of the word.
0: Well, this description—I remember this was one we had had in the past. I think this was from a, a writer, not a not a winery. I think uh-huh. This was a critic. Yeah, yeah. Even so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how about this one? This vintage
1: of, name removed so we won't get sued, is the guy in the bar with the right tats and expensive clothes. It seems kind of cool and interesting, but when you take it home, it's dull
0: and short. <laughs> well, I kind of like that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this next one is a repeat, but you love this, as do I.
1: Yep. I think this wine's name is Violet, and I want to take her out dancing all night.
0: <laughs> okay. I love that description. I like that. That was fun. That, that is just I'll, fun.
1: I'll, I'll to try that glass.
0: Okay, and mine, mine are, uh, are both uh, wines with sexy names. You know how wines have these sexy names? Yeah. Uh, and so then the people talking about the wines had to overwrite Had them. to overwrite it, yeah. All right, so one is, it's lush and alluring with all the right moves. On the nose, there are revealing aromas of black and cranberry. On the palate, there are exotic notes of juicy black cherry, slinky red velvety berries, <laughs> aroused spices, and sexy cassis. The finished crescentos with leather and lasts all night. Okay.
1: um, The slinky red velvety berries. That sounds – the difference between slinky and slimy there. Yeah. I'm not sold. I think they're sneaking around.
0: (laughs) uh, uh, All right. And and the last one. And just avoid the roused spices. Yes. uh, Cassis. I don't think anybody's ever called Cassis sexy, but there you go. Um, this seductive little number tantalizes with lush dark fruit and curvy tannins that reveal more and more <laughs> secrets. It's full-bodied rewards with a surge of intensity through the fow- powerful finish.
1: Curvy tannins. Yes, curvy
0: tannins. You know, you
1: could just add an S and have scurvy tannins, <laughs> no, and you I might think, do just as well. I don't know
0: about curvy tannins. I like the surge of intensity through the powerful finish. There you oh, go. Bro. All right. So on that odd note, <laughs> because <laughs> it is close to Valentine's Day, we're starting a new periodic little feature we are calling Stuff We Love.
1: I love
0: Ah, there you go. Uh, Rick, All right. you look better to me already. Yeah, I know. I thought I would. So um, <laughs> as uh, if you listen to us much, you, you, we, you, you kind of figured out we're, we're a little on the snarky side well, about things well, in particular, but positive mainly in things in general. wine snobs we're snarky yes. about. Yeah, so we, we didn't want to just be snarky about wine. So we thought we would start to bring in uh, mostly Paul because he's the guy who gets out and about more than I do now because I have a job uh, uh, <laughs> about stuff we love. Uh, yeah. So uh, Paul.
1: Well, you know, we've been talking about, for the last couple of weeks, a a wine that I absolutely love, and it's port. Yeah. Uh, Comes from, not surprisingly, Portugal, and port, like Champagne, uh, if you're going to call it Champagne, it has to be from that region in France called Champagne. If you're going to call it port, it should come from that region in the Douro River in Portugal where they make port. It's rich. It's beautiful. It's a fabulous way to end a meal. and. There, a lot of Americans don't understand. There are basically two kinds of ports. There's ruby port, which is red, lots of fruit intensity. And the best kind is called vintage ruby port. And then you have tawny ports, which are aged in barrel. They're softer, they're rounder, they're more complex. And the best wines there are from a specific vintage as well. Uh, They're called colhetas. And if a lot of times in a restaurant, I will not order dessert, but I will order a glass of either a vintage port or a Colheita port and be happy as a clam
0: and and either version of that uh, any any tani, uh, is so good with sort of the um the non chocolate desserts you know the although uh, also good with. Ch- well, and the, the, both, both of them are. Both but, of them yeah. are good with chocolate as yeah, well. Yeah, but the, nut, the nuttiness of tawny ports are great with you know, so, you know, the creme brulee and that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. really, really yep. terrific, terrific, terrific wine. Yeah, so
1: if we have some advice here on Valentine's Day, have a wonderful dinner. And when the waiter comes around at the end of dinner, just order a glass of port and say, yeah, we're going to see if these guys know anything at all about wine.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Well, maybe not.
0: Don't no. I, I, <laughs> just drink the port. Yeah, You'll love it. I think that's much better. yes. <laughs> drink the port. You'll <laughs> <Right>. love it. <laughs> all right. S- speaking of knowing nothing at all, we are going to answer more questions because we are, We're just we wing it as we always do. Um, and these are a still Valentine's related, or this one is anyway. We got a. This was from a couple of years ago, but it seemed perfect for Valentine's Day. This is from Terry in Redwood City. Mm-hmm. She said, "My new boyfriend is a." beer drinker he's not a beer snob though he and his friends say they like really hoppy ipas and i don't think they actually do i think they just should they think they should i wanted him to try wine just to try it but he won't so here's my question i can't decide if i like him or wine better though i'm learning leaning towards wine any suggestions for making a decision
1: <laughs> um, yeah, very clear to me in this case he won't even try go with wine leave the guy behind yeah, wine. Wine is much more versatile clearly Absolutely. Yeah. And and the fact that he so... won't try, no. Nah. Now, if he were to try a bunch of wines and tell her what he liked and didn't like about each one, that would be different. Or even
0: not like them all.
1: But he didn't even want to try, yeah. then I say he's out the window. See, I think it
0: hides a, cer- a certain kind of a control freak thing there going on. Well, there, or huh? just absolutely fear. Yes. Well, either way, not a – well, fear. I don't know. And, my wife started going out with me. She was fearful of the consequences of, of many things. Yes, of and many things. At least s- of which was being seen with me in public. And only some of those have yes. turned
1: out to be true. Yes. So
0: she kind of got lucky there. Yeah. Well, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is still embarrassing to be seen with me in public. So. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we are we uh, that lack of flexibility uh, really, it, whether it's wine or food or anything, that it, 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 it looks like good trouble down the road. Yep, that's you know? what I say. Yep, that's yep. us. So we yep. say uh,
1: I have I do have one suggestion for her which is that if she wants to come up with a wine that he should try a very dry champagne Because it's beer-like. Because it's beer-like. And remember that there are beers that call themselves the champagne of beer. And the sales pitch here is, why are you drinking the champagne of beer when you could drink the champagne of champagne? And at least you ought to try it. And that will give them a start.
0: What about the beer of champagne?
1: The beer of champagne. I've had that. (laughs) I've had that. Generally sprayed over
0: my head. Yes. Okay. Uh, Yeah. That's So, once again, (laughs) the Rick and Paul solution to everything. (laughs) Dump them. (laughs) Dump them and drink bubbly. Yeah, there you go. That's that's a good way to live life. All right. Last question comes from Corey in Palmdale. Mm. He says, my wife loves all kinds of white wines, but really doesn't like many reds. She's willing to try them, but is never really thrilled. So when we go out, we usually order by the glass, and all that is good. But our friends and family know we love wine, and we get lots of gifts that are red wines. Mm. Any ideas about how I can suggest white wines without sounding like a jerk? That's a good question, Corey, and not not the easiest predicament. That's
1: a tough question. The only thing you can do is go on the record fairly strongly and often about the fact that I like reds and she likes whites. Yes, and then you'll find out which of your friends like you and which of your friends like your wife. Now, if you did this, Rick. They would well they totally well, give it to Deborah anyway. Yeah, it'd but, be sparkling wine yes. all day long. Well
0: I, I think but I I think what Corey's saying is he he's fine drinking whites and he getting is fine whites. With drinking and whites. so he wants them to know to give him whites. Right. So uh yeah, that's that's a little tough. I say you, you, you take out an ad. <laughs> um and no. yeah, exactly. the, that, that's that is that is tough. Uh I, I think that it's um, the only thing you can do is sort of do in general conversations. sometimes when stuff like this sort of comes up is you say, oh, man, somebody gave us this white we really love. You know, we really love it. With That was great. You know, and and, and uh, Rick, my wife why not, really liked why it. Why
1: not just go to the local wine shop and have a gift registry?
0: Well, because they don't have one? So,
1: Corey <laughs> – Corey, when people go in and want to buy it, and, they, and the salesman says, well, what are you buying the wine for? He's, well, it's
0: a gift for Corey. Oh, he has a gift registry here. Yes, because and, they're going to go to the wine shop that has the <laughs> gift registry that doesn't exist. <laughs> see, See why people shouldn't ask us questions?
1: <laughs> but wouldn't that be a great idea, that yeah. wine shops could have a gift registry for – for locals and you could go in and buy them a bottle of something they either like or would
0: like to try sometime? Yes. Yes. Uh, It it would be a great idea, (laughs) Paul, and and then uh, we can all fly to the moon. Um, (laughs) But I want to try to answer his question in some way just to give him a little help. And I I do think that the best you can do, uh, and it's it's not going to be great, um, is to, you know, now and then when that sort of suggestion comes up about stuff, you know, you can sort of make the point that you love whites too. In fact, you know, you just got this, somebody gave you this gift of whatever it was. Yeah, and I, th- really I think enjoy. you're better that's, off that's saying that she do. really only likes to drink white wine because that way, that yeah. way. It well, really... that's the other one too. Uh, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, and and let people know. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, yep. all right. Well, we have been a complete failure,
1: <laughs> which means it's
0: time to end another round <laughs> it's of bottle Time to wrap this fall. show up. Uh, our producer is Matt Piscini. Thank you, Matt. Thanks to Capital Public Radio for the studio use in there, including us on their podcast lineup. Recommended podcast lineup. Thanks to Napa Broadcasting. And don't forget, Paul will be leading a pretty spectacular cruise down the West Coast. From the prow i the prow, yes. All right, they leave uh, San Francisco on July 31st. Information links are available at WineCruiseGroup.com or our website, RickAndPaulWine.com. Paul will be speaking at the Vancouver International Wine mm. Festival. That's February 26th March fourth, And I'll be there hanging around. Come, Looking for a free drink. Come and help me heckle Paul or just avoid us both, which might be the best advice. There's, that's the best one. There's lots of information at TourismVancouver.com. And if you've learned anything today, we hope it's that wine is like love. No, no, not really. Is today's lesson. <laughs> Is the continuing warning? Don't take relationship advice from us. We can barely handle our own. Our wives do all the heavy lifting. I'm Rick cushion And I'm Paul Wagner. And remember, the best wines are the wines you drink with friends. Or with us. Especially us.